Hi everyone, it's Mike and welcome to Backdoor a Big Brother podcast. Um, it's episode three, the end of week two. And as you can probably tell by my voice, I am not very splendid. For the past three weeks, in fact, I have not been very splendid. I, I as I did last episode, these are just my hot takes. I'm I'm fresh out of the most recent eviction, um, and I'm just a little angry. About everything that happened. Actually, I'm not that mad about the eviction. I'm mad about the HOH. But that's all. Um, I. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna cool down, write down some things I want to go over, and I will be back. But before we do any of that, we have our first voice message. I have um a, a few a good a good bit of listeners, and. I'm waiting for more voice messages, but I have my first voice message from Brooke, who also listens to um, Blood on Their Hands, a podcast that you should all go listen to by Maya and Eric, where you can call in, and they're really cool. The podcast is really fun to listen to, and yeah, so let's hear what Brooke has to say. Um, She's really cool, and let, let's hear. <laughs> Hi, Michael. It's Brooke. Congratulations on your podcast. I'm so proud of you. It's so good. You're doing great. I am totally with you on Ian. I do think of Ian a little bit as a triple threat in the house because he's very good at comps. He is he is very good uh, stra- at strategy as well. He's very good strategically. And he's also a very good social player, I feel like. I feel like he um, is better more at strategy and comps than he is kind of at the social game. But I think he's gotten a lot better this season than he was in his previous season. Um, I like Kevin. Uh, I actually watched the show with my mom and my brother, and so it's kind of funny because our opinions tend to vary, so it's it's interesting. I do really like Kevin. Um, I kind of like Enzo. I've always really liked Enzo just because he was in the brigade, and it's one of my favorite alliances of all time, but I understand why other people don't like him. Um, I hope you have a great day, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. So, hi, Brooke. It's, it's great to have someone call in first off, so everyone else should do that. That's a really good idea. Um, but yes, Brooke, I agree with most of your, your choices. You know, Kevin, he's pretty good. He, actually, week one, when he was on the block, I feel like he had a lot more, like, game in him, and he was, like, really down to, like, play the game, and now that it's, like, week two, and he's, like, not in danger, I feel like he kind of, like, died out a little bit, and, like, his flame is kind of gone, but maybe he'll come back, and he just needs, like, a little bit of, like, a break type thing, you know, he's just taking some time to breathe this week, and maybe... He'll come in hot because if he doesn't do anything soon, I'm going to kind of wish that Keisha stayed and he went because it seemed like he wanted to be there week one and now it's week two, the end of week two and he lay low all week. Um, Enzo, I, I get why you'd like him because he is part of the brigade and like that's like one of the most famous alliances and like most iconic alliance of, alliances of all time. So I get, I get that. I'm just like this season I'm just not a big fan of him and his side of the house with the commission I don't know it's just like not my cup of tea <laughs> yeah that that's like my thoughts on most of your views I think you brought up um I think that's all but yes I'm so happy you called in thank you so much um you're the coolest and yeah everyone else should call in and it was great talking to you <laughs> hi so I've gone over a few things I've taken some notes done all that stuff and so before we get into talking about the actual week, we're going to talk about the start of the week and where alliances were 
and where everyone stood at the start of the week, right when Memphis won HOH. So we had the Commission Alliance. I have no comment on them. I am not a fan of the Commission, um, that alliance, in, in case you do not know. Um, you've got Memphis, Cody, Nicole Franzel, Tyler, Danny, and Christmas. I'm not a fan of any of it. I don't like any of it. I couldn't remember if Enzo was in the commission. I don't think he is, but I think he's, like, kind of in it. I don't know. Um, we also went into the week with the Core 4 Alliance, which was not aired on television. Um, Danny, Enzo, Nicole F, and Cody have a Core 4 Alliance. I don't know. Some weird thing. I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like th- these, like, power... It happens every season. You have, like... You just have the group of white people that just come together and make this power alliance where they just go far. And I'm hoping that can be cut off this season. I was hoping it could get cut off week three. Sadly, it has not. So then you also go into the week with Jill and Kaser. They are tight as could be. They are... You can't separate them. They're so close. That is the same as Bailey and Devon, two, two of my faves. And then... Later on in the week, the four of them, they didn't make an alliance, but Kesar was talking about it, and I was like, I need a, Je- I need a Janelle, Kesar, Bailey, and Devon alliance so badly in my life. That would just, I would, it would make this entire season worth watching, because right now, it is not worth watching. We also went into the week with um, The Root. Not a fan of that. Final two with Cody and Enzo, but whatever, I'll let them do their thing. Hmm. And we also had the Connect Four alliance with Cody, Enzo, Bailey, and Devon. But I don't think anyone is loyal to that alliance except, like, their final twos with, like, Enzo and Cody have their final two, The Root. And then Bailey and Devon have their final two alliance, Black Girl Magic. Love them. They're the coolest. Then there's also the Million Club with Nicole Franzel and Ian. I don't think either of them is loyal to it. Ian's kind of just, like, out there. And I think he knows because he was talking on the live feeds at one point. He was like, I hope... America knows that, like, I'm not taking Nicole Franzel any further. Like, he wants to send her out, and he knows what he's doing, you know? And I'm really happy that he understands that he can't just, like, you know, he just can't, he can't just do that. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Um, there, there's nothing really else going on in the house at the start of the week. So we had Memphis as the head of household. So I went into this week having no hope at all, and I was like, this is going to be the end of someone I like. And at the start of the week, I was saying, Nicole Nicole Anthony, I was like, I like her. She's probably going to go now. He puts up Nicole Anthony and David. Nicole Anthony, because she didn't use her safety suite, and it really cost her at the end of the week. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that. She didn't use her safety suite, unlike everybody else, because now going into week three... There's no chance at anybody winning safety, really. Yeah. Anyways, David got put on the block. I couldn't tell you why. That's a it's a good question. Um, Memphis is just crazy and was like, "Welcome to the grown up table, David." A little harsh, if you ask me. I think that's a little rude. Um, so yeah, that's nominations. I don't have a list of everyone who played in the safety suite competition. But basically, everyone played in the safety suite competition. And the only people that haven't are people that are part of the commission. Now, 
Christmas wins the safety suite and saves Ian. I'm happy about it. We, as we know, Ian is one of my favorite house guests this season. I think he's great. I love him. Um, I'm happy he gets safety. So that's all nice and fun. Then we go into veto, and sadly, very sadly, Memphis wins the veto. People are trying to convince him to use the veto. I don't know what these people are on because the HOH will never use the veto, and I could assure you that because there's no point in an HOH ever using the veto unless there's like some big reason. I it it does it wouldn't make sense for him to do it. That's that's where that's all it boils down to. So. Memphis doesn't use the power of veto. Nicole, Anthony, and David are the final nominees for the week. Now, at this point, the Commission Alliance, there's cracks are starting to form. And you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Commission Alliance. This is what I need. The cracks in the Commission Alliance. Nobody has any trust in Memphis because he didn't put up Janelle or Kaser as a backdoor plan. This is going perfectly. I was so happy. I was like... None of them are loyal to this alliance right now. Nicole Franzel, not loyal. Tyler, not loyal. Danny, not loyal. Christmas, not lo- not loyal. I can't even talk. I, I'm i just so happy that they're not loyal to this like stupid commission alliance because that's going to fall apart as soon as you know it. This week, I, I'm probably going to regret saying this in the future because it's probably not going to happen. But this week, I have this feeling the commission is going to blow up. It's going to happen because they're all going to be like, Memphis, what are you doing? Now, there's two ways a blow-up with the commission could go. The commission could completely blow up and you just have a bunch of free people running around trying to figure out what to do now and begging Janelle and Kaser for safety. It could go that way. That's my dream. I don't think it could happen. The odds of that happening are very slim. But that, that won't happen. I wish it would. That's my dream. But now we know my dreams. So... What's most likely going to happen is Nicole Franzel, Danny, Tyler, and Christmas are going to all get together and be like, let's blow up the commission. And the four of them will stick together and they'll ditch Cody and Memphis, I think. Because Cody and Memphis are pretty tight. Um, I was wondering this. I haven't seen anything about it, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Someone please let me know or something in a voice message if I'm wrong. But... I have, like, a feeling that Cody, Enzo, and Memphis are, like, working in a final three, but I haven't seen anything online about it, and I haven't seen anything about it on the live feeds, but, like, I feel like the three of them are just, like, working together. I don't know why. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the three of them are, please, I don't know if that's true, though. Don't, don't believe me, okay? (laughs) So, anyways, I kind of got off track there. Um, moving on. We had the veto meeting. Nicole Anthony or David is going home. David, he's, like, not campaigning too hard, but he's, like, he's he's playing the social game of Big Brother. You know, the average social game. And it's kind of working for him because Nicole Anthony is losing her mind in the house at this point. She is going around to people. She's talking, she's talking, she's talking. I'm going to blow up everyone's game. I'm going to have a house meeting and destroy everything. And everyone's like, huh, what are you... Okay, Nicole. She's like, I want to blow up Janelle's game. Meanwhile, Janelle is working so hard. To Janelle and Kaser are working so hard to keep Nicole Anthony in the game. And she's not repaying them because she's just scrambling around this house. I don't even know what's going on anymore because she's running around. She's like, I need to blow up Janelle. Janelle's terrible. She hates me. 
Meanwhile, Janelle's literally campaigning for her. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm the biggest Janelle fan, in case you couldn't tell. Um, yeah, so Nicole's freaking out. She's losing her mind. She goes to Devon. Devon's like, there's never been an African-American winner. That's what she said to Nicole. And that's, for some reason, that made Nicole Anthony mad. I thought Nicole Anthony was all about acceptance. But I guess when it comes to her game on the line, she's not all about it. I don't know. I I don't know why she couldn't respect that because I don't think she's changing Davon's mind because Davon is a very strong personality and I don't think you can just go up to Davon and tell her what to do. That's not how that's not how it works. Okay, that's not what you're gonna do to change Davon's mind. Have you never seen her before, Nicole? Because Davon is very powerful. <laughs> so Davon's like, sorry, never. Like I I want. To take, she said, I think something along the lines. I like, I want to see people like me make it further, because, and I, I completely get that. I completely get where Davon is coming from. And then on the episode, they show Nicole go in the diary room. She's like, I respect that, but like, I want to stay in the game, and like, this could help her get further. Whatever, blah blah blah. blah. Sure, Nicole. And she can tell that to the diary room. But what wasn't shown in the episode, which made me a little upset, because in the episode tonight. Um, in the eviction episode, they should have showed when Nicole ran into the key room. I don't even know who was in the room, but she told everyone, and she was like, Davon, no, 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 she said, I bet you if I was black, Davon would vote to keep me. Which, it's like, that's what, like, she's kind of saying, but, like, also, why would you just go around saying that? Like, I don't, I don't know what Nicole Anthony is thinking, I feel like she's really, she's really trying at that point. And then she's talking to Janelle and Kaser while she's on the hammock at one point. And they're talking about literally saving her and, like, trying to help her out this week and trying to get her to the end and not having her get evicted week two. And Janelle goes, and, like, Nicole's complaining. She's like, I shouldn't even be on the block this week. And then Janelle is like, it is what it is. Like, we got to work from, like, where we are now. And I, like, that makes sense. Like, that, it is what it is. Like, that's just a very factual statement i guess right is that the word right like wording i don't know if that was the right wording <laughs> but like that was the like the right thing to say and then she scurries out starts like crying or whatever she does she runs to the key room i don't know why she's always in there she's always in the key room i think her bed's in there um she runs to the key room and goes to tell everyone this was not aired on the episode as well but she tells everyone and she's like nicole just told me it is what it is uh like that's not how it went down she was like trying to comfort you so at the end of this this is all before the eviction when i heard about all of this that went down because i'm like all over big brother news everywhere on every social media platform and live feeds i'm always watching so i knew about all this and i was like i kind of want nicole anthony to go home i'm not gonna lie like i don't like the thing she's doing right now like last season she stood for equality and like acceptance and now it's like she's changed completely as a person like i feel like she's just like not very like kind anymore if that makes sense like she's she's less like i don't know what the word is like she's just i think kind of like the afp vote like she won the afp vote last year and i think it got to her head and i think now she's like oh america loves me no matter what i do so i'm gonna go threaten to blow people's games and they'll like support me but, like, don't touch Janelle because America loves Jim Janelle more than they like you, Nicole for, Nicole Anthony. Sorry. But we like Janelle a little bit more than Nicole Anthony from BB21. <laughs> because Janelle is a little bit better of a player. Sorry. 
I feel like people, like, we all liked Nicole last year. And I, I liked her last year, too. But I feel like we were almost forced to like her because there was no one else to like in the BB-21 house because it was just a house full of young, white racists that wanted to get social media followers. That's all it was last year. So we were kind of forced to like Nicole Anthony, and I actually didn't like her as a person. I was so excited to see her on All Stars, and like now she's kind of flopping, and I'm not very happy with it. Then, meanwhile, David is like just running around. He's not in like any alliances, but he's like all over the place. You know, he's he's everywhere in the house, and I think he's no one's target, but he's no one's number one ally, which is honestly like a kind of a good spot to be in. And you could tell in this HOH competition. He did not want to win the way he was, like, walking. And then after the HOH competition, he, like, started to... He forgot to hit the buzzer to lock in his time. That's besides the point. I keep getting off track. Then come to the eviction that happened tonight. There's a whole bunch of drama about it, like, not being live or something. I think it was live. I have to, like, double check on that. I think it was live, so I don't know what was going on. Because I checked and it said live, but I, I don't know any of that stuff. Then it comes down to the vote, and I'm thinking Nicole Anthony is going to go home. She's been causing too much chaos. She, like, threatened to hold a house meeting against Janelle and Kayser. Like, what are you doing, Nicole Anthony? Please take a breath. She, I'm thinking she's going to go home. We go into the vote. Everyone's voting out. Nicole Anthony. And then we get to Enzo, and he votes out David. And I'm thinking, well, he's going to throw this vote on Janelle. That's what's going to happen. And I was like, he's going to throw it on Janelle and Kaser, or he's going to throw it on Bayday, also known as Bailey and Devon. They're a little alliance thing, Bayday. Um, then we keep going, right? We keep going into the night. And who was it? Kevin. I don't think he wanted to pin his vote to evict David on someone else, but he messed up. He shouldn't have done what he did because it ended up looking like Janelle and Kaser voted out David, and everyone else voted out Nicole Anthony. Because it was, what what is it? There were 15 minus 3, 12 votes, so it was a 10 to 2 vote. 10 to 2. Isn't that a little suspicious? I think Enzo did it because he wanted to pin a vote on someone. I think Kevin did it just because he wanted Nicole Anthony to stay because they're working together. And I... It killed me. I... It like it shouldn't have even happened. It was so weird, such a weird situation. And now either Bayde or Janelle and Kaser are in trouble. And I'm like, someone needs to win this HOH, and they better do it fast. So we go. Cody's in the lead, I think. And we're going through this HOH competition where they have to. There's three tables, and there's number sections on them, and you slide like a fake beer bottle thing um down the table, and whatever number you, like, land on is your score. And then if there's a tie, whoever was fastest wins. And with the highest score, obviously. So everyone's going, right? I think Cody is in the lead for, like, a hot minute. And then Enzo is... No, I think it was Enzo that was in the lead for a hot minute. (laughs) At the start of the competition, Enzo was in the lead. And I'm like, this is not happening. Enzo is not going to become the new head of household. And... They keep going, they keep going down the line. People get eliminated, people get eliminated. And then Ian goes up, and he kills it. And he is in the lead with a good score and was locked in. And I was like, Ian's got this in the bag. Ian is going to be the new HOH. This season is going to pick up. 
after a terrible, terrible first two weeks, Ian is going to come in hot with week three and show everyone who's boss around here because I'm a big Ian fan. And then Tyler goes and he beats him, what is it, by one point. He goes to sit up at the top. And then there, there's three people left. It's the order. I remember it so well because I, I was so heartbroken. Tyler's in the lead. The next three to go are Bailey, Janelle, Kaser, and that's it. And I'm just hoping because Tyler was locked in with 12. And I was like, please, someone, please. Janelle's going. I think he was locked in with 12. Jeanette, or no, Bailey's up, right? Bailey miserably fails. Not miserably, but she fails. And I was like, great. This is all riding on Janelle and Kaser. Janelle goes up. I'm like, this is it, Janelle. I'm like, Janelle, I believe in you. You got this. You could win this HOH. Dethrone Tyler and take control of this house because I know Janelle and she will blow every single person up in this house. And she goes, she's going, she's going. She loses to Tyler by one point. And then... It's down to Tyler and Kaser, and at this point, I've accepted the fact that Tyler is going to be the new head of household, because Kaser doesn't, he doesn't look like, if you looked at his face, if you were watching the episode, or if you could go back and watch, you see him, and he is just not in it. I don't know what was up with him. Did he, like, I don't know if he was throwing it or something, but he did not look like he wanted to be there. He looked very miserable, and I was like, bro, you got, you got to get your head in the game because I need you to pull through with this HOH, please. And he, he like, grabbed his three beer things. He's, like, strolling over casually to, like, table one. He's, like, boom. Taking his sweet, precious time, sliding them down. Gets, like, a gets like a, a three. Walks on over to the second table. Rolls, goes, get his score. Goes on to the third and last table. Does his thing. Slides his beer. Then hits the buzzer. He loses. Tyler's the new HOH. And that's how the episode ended. And I could tell you that did not make me very happy. But the episode also ended when they, like, then, like, you know how Julie goes, like, for now, let's eavesdrop on the house guests. You know how she does that little thing? And they show the house. They showed the camera room, and I think it was Danny that was, like, in tears. And I was like, why is Danny crying? Like, is a commission blow up already happening? Like, oh, yes. But I don't know if that's true. That's just my theory on what was going on. But, so, we know Tyler is part of the commission, and, like, his little alliances, he's on, like, the, you know, he's on, like, the basic white person alliance that happens every season, like, the basic people, and he's, so, I know he's gonna nominate Janelle and Kaser, you know, he's in the power alliance, Janelle and Kaser are the biggest threats on the other side of the house, so, I'm, like, let, let me make up some percentages here for you, I'm, 85% sure, very random number, 85% sure he will nominate Janelle and Kaser for eviction. Now, I can tell you I'm 5% sure. I don't, I'm not sure about this at all. I don't think it could happen. Bailey and Devon could go up together. Why would that happen? I don't know. If Janelle and Kaser work some magic, Bailey and Devon could go up, and I would still be upset. So that's, you know, and there's a good 10% chance good 10% chance. I'm leaving that percentage a little bit higher than it should be because I have hope in this show because I love Big Brother and I will not let this alliance, the basic white personal alliance take over like it did last season and it did in season 20 
ended it in season 19. Not so much in season 19, because that's season 19, hot mess. It's a hot mess. Um, but, so I'm not letting this happen three seasons, or three, three and a half-ish seasons. Or, I don't know. I don't remember anything about Big Brother 19, I'm going to be honest. I just remember Raven thinking she was a puppet master, and Jessica being crazy, and we all loved Jessica during that season. That's all I remember. That's all I remember from that season. But I'm not letting this, like, stupid big alliance who we're, like, level six, undeniable, whatever these stupid alliance names are. The commission. Not letting it happen. I think the commission is that I think that's their name. That might not even be their name. If If that's not their name, I bet you they have a stupid name as well. I might even be... I might be calling them the wrong name. Oh, wait. Aren't they called... I might... I think I'm wrong. What's... They haven't... The unusual suspects. I've been calling them the commission this whole time. I think it's... I think their thing is the unusual suspects. Is that not their alliance name? I think it is. That might be wrong. I don't know any of anything. Don't ask me these questions. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Moving on. So, where was I... Oh, yes, nominations for next week, my predictions. I think he'll put up Dylan Kaser. Slight chance of Bailey and Devon. Don't don't count on it. I don't want anyone to think that'll actually happen. Like, I really don't want anyone to believe that, because it probably won't go down. But there's a chance if the unusual sus- suspect slash commission slash level six from BB20, undisixable... I don't know. I don't know their name. If they blow up this week, we could be golden, guys. We we could have it in the bag. We could get people like Danielle and Cody on the block. We could get people like Memphis and Cody on the block. Nicole Franzel and Memphis on the block. We could get all... The possibilities are endless. This This could be a spectacular week for us, guys. Okay? We just need... To, we just need to break into CBS, uh, the Big Brother lot, the break into the Big Brother house, and set up a blow-up between the commission slash unusual suspects slash undesixable slash whatever. I don't know. We just need to let them blow up and do it themselves. They could, Janelle and Kaser could be golden. Bay Day could be golden. It could all be perfect. It could all be perfect. We just need to make sure that they blow up because then we can have anyone like Nicole Franzel. I guess I could start calling her Nicole now that Nicole now that Nicole Anthony is gone. So we could have Nicole, Cody, Memphis, Danny, or Christmas. There's five potential people that could be put on the block. But even if a blow up does happen, he might try and stick the alliance together because the only way Tyler knows how to play this game is with big alliances, because I don't know if you guys watched Big Brother Season 20, you would know that Tyler and his level six, you know, he wouldn't be anywhere without them. They carried him, or he kind of carried them, but he doesn't know how to play the game without a group of six, which he is in right now. So that's kind of upsetting, but he might try to, like, glue this alliance back together. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope they blow up and it's just done. I hope it's just done. And then he doesn't take shots at Bay Day or Janelle and Kaser. That is my dream. It's just my dream. 
So yeah, that's mainly my hot take. Not hot take, this is a long take on the week. Like I said, like last episode, I was like, oh, I don't have much to talk about this episode. <laughs> this episode, I've got a lot to talk about. I have so many strong opinions. You know what? I'll be back um, in like two seconds for you, but in a good bit for me. Because I'm going to go down a little ranking of my like favorite house guests and like, I'll let you guys, so you guys can, like, see where I fully stand with, like, everyone in the house. And, like, you know, where I stand with, like, everyone. Okay, I'll be back. One second. (laughs) Hi, so I just realized how, like, this episode is getting kind of long. So I'm going to go through my rankings really quick. I'm thinking about maybe doing this every episode. I'm obviously not going to talk about the evicted house guests. So the rankings will get shorter and shorter every week. So right now we have 14 people to go over. I'm not going to, like, analyze their games too much. Because I've already talked about, like, the more relevant house guests this season, if you know what I mean. So, 14th place, we obviously have Memphis. I think I'm, like, a little bit extra mad at him, and that's why he's last, last place. Just because of his most recent HOA train. And, like, even though I wanted Nicole A to go home, I would have rather have seen anyone, like, a bunch of other people go home over Nicole Anthony. So, that's just why he's placed there. You know, he's part of... I don't even know what it's called. We I keep saying this level six ish alliance and undeniable whatever it is right i'm i'm not a fan of it um that's why in 13th place i also have enzo i just put enzo memphis as one person you know who else i put in that pairing cody that's why cody is in 12th place because the three of them i just see them as the same exact person they all have like the same game i feel like they're all just like doing the same thing out here playing with their like big alliance right in 11th place, I have Nicole Franzel. I'm probably, next episode, I'm just going to say Nicole because it's like, you know, Nicole, like, Nicole. Because the other Nicole is gone. <laughs> I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. Nicole Franzel, just because she is very whiny, thinks that Janelle is obsessed with her for some reason. Meanwhile, she's the one that's obsessed with Janelle. Ninth place, or 10th place, Danny. I don't have much of an opinion on Danny this season because I think she hasn't done much, but she is part of that like big alliance. As you can see, there's a common theme here where I'm putting the big alliance members at the bottom because I am normally a fan of the underdogs, which shows clear right here. Um, so yeah, that's why Danny is like placed in that like weird like tenth place. Um, I'm she's not my favorite. She's not my least favorite. I think she could pick up her game if she starts to work with Janelle and Kaser, I think if she, like, decides to be like, hey, like, do you guys want to work together, and she's serious about it, and not just, like, making dumb alliances like they have all season, they've been, like, making all these stupid fake alliances that no one is loyal to, if she makes a real alliance with those two, she could skyrocket on my rankings. Ninth place, we have Tyler, I'm very upset with him, he will probably appear much lower next week, after an HOA train where he takes out someone I really like at the top of my rankings, I don't like Tyler. I never did. I didn't like him on Big Brother 20. I respect his gameplay on Big Brother 20. This season, I do not respect his gameplay because he's playing like the same game he did last year. Or not last year. What? 2018? Two years ago? He's playing that same game with the Big Alliance and he's making Final Twos with everyone. Ooh, real thrilling. Right, Tyler? Okay. That was really mean. Whoa. I didn't know I could get that, like, cruel. I'm not a fan of Tyler. (laughs) Moving up. Um, this this is where the rankings get a little bit lighter. I have more respect for these people, but it's, it's like, like the lower people, they're my least favorites. This is like middle, eh, meh, if you will. 
eighth place, we have Kevin. Like I was saying, he was like really high up there week one, and I really liked him, and I liked how he was so determined to win this thing. And now he's kind of like not playing the game anymore, really. Like I feel like he just doesn't even want to be there this week at least. Maybe he'll prove himself more on week three, and he'll like start fighting for people like Janelle, Kaser, and Bay Day. Let's go up. Number seven, we have Christmas. Um, I know Christmas is part of the big level six-ish alliance. I'm just going to keep calling it the level six-ish, level six-ish alliance until I know the name. Because I have no clue what this stupid name is. I don't pay attention. Um, Christmas, I put her here because I think she has potential. I know that's weird because I don't like anyone she's aligned with. But I think, I don't know why I have this weird hope in Christmas this season. I think that people are going to underestimate her and she's going to completely play everyone. And I actually really respect that if she makes that move. Oh, wait. Okay, I'm going to be right back because I have a mess up in my rankings and I just want to fix it because it's bothering me. I'll be right back. (laughs) Hi again. Welcome back to like part two of my rankings. Number six, I have David. Clearly, um... I think he also liked Christmas. That's why I kind of have them near each other. I think if they made a final two, it would be kind of, like, epic. I think that he can, like Christmas, pull through. And I think he's already started to prove that a little bit. I know he knows, like, nothing about Big Brother. But I think he's starting to figure it out. And I have a little bit of hope in him this season. Fifth place. These are, like, my top five people I want to see them in Final Five. I want to see them make a Final Five alliance. This is what I need in my life. Fifth place, we have Ian. Ian's the best. Um, just like um, Brooke did say in her voice message, actually, he is like a triple threat. He is good at competitions. He's good at strategizing and whatever else she said. He knows how to play the game. Um, and I think he's doing it better than ever right now. And I'm very proud of him. <laughs> Fourth place, these are top four. Fourth place, I have Bailey. I love Bailey. I was a fan of her on BB20, but not as much as I I am now. I love the game Bailey is playing. She's successfully playing both sides of how she's doing it flawlessly. She's just, she's going to sweep everyone at the end. She's going to be like, whoop, I just played you all. Now I'm going to take my 500k and leave. Go Bailey. <laughs> Third place. Kaser. Um, I don't think Kaser would be as high if he wasn't working with Janelle, but I think them as a pair is just so like legendary and i love it so much and yeah kaiser he he's helping janelle i think he's like keeping her cool and i think he's playing a good game honestly i know he's like part of like the two people that like the big alliance doesn't like and he might go home this week there's a good chance we'll see though i i like him for now i mean i very much respect him and i think he's really entertaining and i think that He's really good at, like, strategizing, just like Ian, and they know, they both of them know how to play this game really well. Second place on my rankings this week, I have Devon. She's funny. She makes amazing TV. She'll blow up anything, and I'm ready for her to do it so soon. And I was really hoping she'd win HOH, because I know she would cause chaos in the house. I also think Devon is playing a much different game than she did on BB17 and BB18. Because on BB17, she didn't get enough time to play. So she kind of played the same game that she did on BB17 in BB18. And now she knows that her old strategy, not working out for her. Blowing up everything and telling everyone everything she ever thinks. It doesn't work. And now she's keeping quiet and keeping to herself. And I think it's going to get her places this season. First place. 
as we know, at least this week, and it'll probably be for many future weeks, Janelle, Janelle is the best, best of the best, um, she'll blow up a game, she knows how to strategize, she's like, like, like I said, Kaser and Ian know how to play the game, they're so good at strategizing, I love that about them, right, and then she has that part of her, she has the comp beast part of her, because she, she holds a record for most veto wins, right, um, Casey from BB20 didn't even break that. I think Janelle still holds it from one of her seasons. And then she also has the side of her, the very Devon and like the Bay Day side of her, that's like explosive and I'll blow you up. Like I'll blow your game up if you backstab me. And I love, I love how she's just all that in one person and you don't mess with Janelle. And this season, the big level six-ish alliance is messing with her, and she's not going to take it by the end of this week or by the end of next week. When she wins HOH, everyone else, like, my bottom, like, five people, they'll be done. She'll she'll just, she'll be done with them. She'll say bye. Like, that, you know? So, moral of the story, Bay Day and Janelle and Kaysera need to make a final two deal or a final four. And that's all for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this extra long episode. Way more exciting than last episode, let me tell you. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you can come back in the future and send in voice messages so I'll talk to you next episode. And goodbye.